Hello, everybody. Welcome to the OG Nerds podcast. We are the OG3. I'm joined, as always, by my lovely wife, Alyssa, and our best friend, Spencer SGS. How is everybody doing today? I'm doing pretty good. You know, pretty solid. It's been a long week, you know, with a lot of ups and downs, a lot of things changing, but other than that, doing pretty solid. Okay, okay. Babe, how are you doing? Feel dead inside. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, 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 let's all feel dead inside and see, see what's going on this week, you know? Absolutely. There's Absolutely. a bunch of things going on. Uh, I, I, I don't want to start off, but I'll start off right now, take the reins a little bit here, because um, I know you got you want to talk about something, too. Uh, huh? uh, Phil Spencer has come out, and I don't want to say basically admitted defeat to Nintendo or PlayStation, but... I just think it's hilarious and how he came on that. It was the X Cast podcast, whatever, and was like making great games or like making games in general won't get people to sell their PlayStation or Nintendo. And it's like the point here is not to get them to sell the console. The point, the point here is to get them to buy the Xbox. Like that's like. Like the the thing that he should be most worried about how to sell this piece of content, you know, is this console, and right. that's why I, I think I like to mention a lot of the Game Pass is like if like over time when Xbox Game Pass starts to become a more relevant thing, it's kind of like when Netflix came out, and like it was like blowing up. Everyone had Netflix, so like it was like the prime time place to go get like a bunch of content, which Game Pass is doing now, but like. They're gonna plateau here soon, and like I'm just worried that like that's gonna have a tremendous effect on like Xbox as a whole. We already see how Redfall came out; it was terrible. I'm just like Phil, my man. Like, just make great games. Like, they don't, they don't have to be like Sony or Nintendo. Just make something that like like gives some source of like confidence that uh, people at Xbox are actually like doing things to make the console better. Rather than dropping like dropping Redfall as, as it was and being like, oh well, like I take full responsibility for it and like the console that like, the game wasn't very supported by Xbox. I'm like, then why in the why the hell did you dr- make Redfall such as extreme mark? You marketed Redfall heavily and like and the people like what's it called was a high light high it's like high hit something or something like that. It's like was well, this on Game Pass by, by Bethesda? Yeah. And like it was a super high, like uh, high five rush, high five rush. That was a ghost drop, and like people loved that game. Obviously, it didn't do the great, it didn't do the, the tremendously, but like it just shows you that there's people can make great games on ideas that never been never been talked about or played. And I was like, bro, like ah, I'm just like it makes me feel so so un like unsure about the future of Xbox and all that, you know, especially since like. Everything nowadays gets dropped, and it's like it's like crap and stuff like that. Like, was it uh, Jedi Survivor? We talked about last time. We talked about uh, EA, and like, like they're just their un their unwillingness to actually produce something that's not garbage at, at launch, and actually produce something that's actually good and actually can thrive. I feel like the only games that actually get like produced great and like get launched in a state where everyone wants to play them are like battle royales. Like, I remember Apex drop and that shit blew 
up. Like everyone's playing Apex, and now it's like I never hear about Apex anymore. Or like Alyssa mentioned last week, how like oh like EA just drops these packs or these, like, these packs with like different cosmetics and stuff like that, and it's like. I don't want to spend like over two hundred dollars for these packs and just have a broken ass game. Why would I do that? You know. Right. Yeah. I I feel you on that. I mean, from what I've been mm. hearing, uh, Jedi Survivor is like pretty good on console, but like a garbage PC because it's not optimized. And no, yeah. It's it's not like they didn't take into account that several thousand like million people or have different uh hardware so like it's like no one can play it on there but people are fine playing it on like playstation and xbox really mostly no no Um, and the the question i think the question is everyone should be asking is like why are they trying to build a game that's it's only supporting a single gpu like they should be, they, they, I always think that games should always be optimized for medium low to medium high end cards, because like if you think about it, like majority of people right now people have a thirty sixty in their computer. And I, I don't know a few, not a few, but there's quite a handful of people who have forty nineties or forty series, but more, majority have the thirty the thirty series. And they're like, oh, like having a forty ninety should be good enough. I'm like, I shouldn't have to go out and spend a thousand, almost two thousand dollars on a GPU. That last year I spent almost a thousand dollars on a thirty ninety, and it should just do the same thing, you know. But right. I don't know. It is weird. I think games are just being dropped more and more lately in in really bad states. Like like you said, the EA has like dropped the one console, but like. It's just so weird because, like, we're, I think we're at the point where it's like 60 and 10, 1080p at 60 is it should be native now. Like, we're gonna yeah. get 2023, and that should be the, the staple. Like, I understand, like, not like, hitting like 4K is difficult. Like, 1440p is pushing it, but 4K seems out of the question when, when you can't even get 1080p at 60 at a stable frame rate, you know? Right. And I think it's kind of funny that you say that because it's like, we have all these consoles and computers that like, oh, they do 4K HDMI 2.1, you know, they can do the frames and the, the resolution and HDR and all this stuff. And then they're like, oh, no, this game is going to be locked 30 FPS. And that, yep, that's how it's going. And I'm like, really? Was, dude, really? Was that, dude, it makes no sense whatsoever. Like every single, like, since this conversation, before this console generation came out, the, the the hype was 1440p, 120, 4K60. All games, all future games on these consoles are going to be optimized for that. I'm like, the only people who actually almost stay true to those guidance is Sony, and they're the one they're dropping games at the games. I'm being like showing off how like how like their enhancements and also like how well they can optimize their games. Obviously, Last of Us on the PC was a shit show. It's so bad to this day. I think they're trying to fix it now, but it's still bad. And it's like, it's like, it's like, dude, like, I don't, why, I don't know why, like, people are so fond of dropping a mess onto the market and expecting it to be okay. Like, I understand what big corporations can do that because, like, they have the fun, they they have the money to do that. But unlike like small indie indie, indie developers who like have to drop a game in a great state, they don't. It can be ass. It can be really bad for them. And so it's just. I feel like AAA games are low key dying now, you know, because like, I feel like every time a new one releases, it's always like it's unplayable on PC or the console version is like fucking like 720p at like 
20, 25 frames a second. It's like, I don't know what you what they want from us. Like, did they just want us to slow our race and like, here, take, take uh, a blood sacrifice for them to like, like uh, actually do something right? Am I going to have to pray to Jesus and ask, ask, ask that man up there to shout some sense into these people? Almost got. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully things get better. Uh, but, you know, I it's one of those things that we just kind of have to hope and pray that they listen to their audiences and see what's happening and, like, fix it themselves. But Of course. Um, in some better news, Zelda, yes, the Tears of the Kingdom, comes out tomorrow and... I know that's that's going to be something that a lot of people are going to be doing, so that's going to be fun. And um, as far as that goes, I know I'm picking mine up. Uh, it should be arriving tomorrow through Amazon, and I'm going to be trying to get my hands on a collector's edition myself. So Sounds fire. No, I'm super excited for it. I'm going to go grab a copy tonight at GameStop. Probably play, probably play a couple hours of it tonight. I, I was having a conversation today with uh, Tucker, and we were talking about like post. I was like postponing a video that I'm, I'm working on right now. I'm like maybe like halfway done with the game right now, and I'm just like, I got, I, I look so I can't stop playing this game and go play Zelda, you know? And like, <laughs> I think the I think the, the 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 biggest thing about this game is that like I I I love this other series, and like I, I Tucker, I'm, I'm, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like you love it yeah. also as well, just as much as I do, and like. I I feel like it's just like it's just like this is the one game that like Nintendo's dropping and like like I don't like you going I'm still like a broken record now but like like I know it's like 30 FPS at like 1080p but like the content like they give us is so phenomenal and that's one reason why I love Breath of the Wild you know at least in a, in like in a great state where it's like it's not high end nor nor is it bad it's right in that sweet spot where everyone just loves and like. I can give it. I can give or take, you know. And this is why I love Nintendo. They do some shady stuff, hundred percent. But like, they know how to sell you a game, and it's not with not with the console, but with like the game itself. Like right. on God, like if they Nintendo turned around and said, "I want to put Breath of the Wild on PC right now on Steam." Oh God, that thing will blow up. I, I, I'm telling you, right now, if Nintendo ever was was going broke, if they start releasing PC ports of things. That would that would go crazy, and that's I think that's how that's how those other cells, you know. Um, and that's why I think a lot of people, um, when they want to play it to like the best of its ability, some I mean, like me, like I'll just I kind of deal with it. I play it on the Switch, but some people they will buy the copy, and then they'll take the like their their uh, cartridge and they'll. Um, copy the ROM or whatever off of it, and then they'll yeah, like, dump it, it yeah. through 4K, whatever enhancing. And I mean, watching some videos of like people do that is 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 pretty cool. Like what Nintendo could achieve looking at that, you know, if they did that. Which I'm not gonna like say like oh they need to do that because clearly they don't need to. That their stuff sells like hotcakes all the time. Um, 100%. But. But, like, it would be nice to see maybe the Switch 2 or Switch Pro or whatever, whatever they plan on doing after this OLED, if it would be at least, uh, like, 1440p 
120 or 60 and maybe even 4k like if it could do that that'd be amazing but like i think a lot of people right now mostly because the performance is kind of there even though it's locked 30 if they could bump it up to 60 and maybe increase the resolution on just a tad they'd be golden oh like honestly like like you're not trying to sell PlayStation or Xbox. I mean, you're trying to sell a Nintendo console. Nintendo consoles always had a gimmick to it, and from like from the Wii into from the Wii U to the Switch, it's always an idea of portability. You know, I mean, obviously you can't move around with the Wii U because like it's very limited to how far you can get away from the the base cons the base. But like, I think it's really interesting that like, like rather than going towards going like, if, if, if think about it, look at Xbox and PlayStation like from the from like from the Xbox one era like going for they're, they're always talking about quality and try and improve like like you know visuals and stuff like that nintendo's nintendo's always been always been about innovation you know it wasn't about like what can we what gimmick can we like you know sell i guess the beauty about the switch is that the switch is just this portable console that allows us to walk around with it take a take it with them or something with the hand of drag like, like a hdmi core power core with them or something they can play it like handheld mode and like I watched this really great video the other day. I wish I could remember the guy's name. But uh, he was talking about how, like, he doesn't believe that the next console will be a Switch Pro. Like, people are saying he thinks that Nintendo is going to move away from the Switch. It's because, like, he feels that because Nintendo's uh, whole brand is, is gimmicks and stuff like that. And, like, it makes a lot of sense, too. And which which I, I would be pretty happy about, especially since, like, if Nintendo would kind of rebrand something to a different console rather than because I feel like having a home console and a handheld handheld are very two different things, I think will actually be better. I don't, don't get me wrong, I love my Switch deeply, but I feel like, like, once you try it, it's like, look at the Steam Deck, you know, the Steam Deck is a portable PC, it can do 1080p 60, uh, that, like, I think you can probably push 120 if you, if you really can. But like that thing right there struggles, and that's like what five hundred dollars or something like that. And Switch is only like yeah. only like two ninety nine. And I was yeah. like, if 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 Nintendo is not go that route, where they think about oh well, we want to increase the Switch price to let's say like let's say four ninety nine to keep a match with the Xbox and PlayStation. I don't think it's going to be a portable console anymore. I think they're going to, if they really want to, if they're going to it. They're going to invest into actually a home console, you know, a console that's going to sit there and stay there. Maybe keep the yeah. switch more viable, but I just I feel like that I feel like that's something they can do. You know, I just think honestly, they can go any route. Nintendo is a great company when it comes to making games. You know, their PR stuff not very great with them striking down Point Crow and stuff like that. But like yeah. them making games is like them like um, excuse my French, but taking a golden shit like on God. If you took a poop and someone put Nintendo on it, someone's gonna buy it. That's how crazy it is, you know. Unlike Xbox yeah. and Sony, because we've seen Xbox like it's a Redfall drop in terrible state, everyone's just dogging on it. And so is Sony, you know, with with the lease of uh, what's it called, um, uh, for so for spoken, like that was dog, and everyone just shouting. Nintendo dropped a bundle, a three game bundle of Super Mario, Super Mario games. And they're, they're poorly optimized. It made no sense whatsoever to have these two there. But they still made a crap ton of money. It just goes to show you that Nintendo knows their formula. But I, I just don't think they're going to be like, oh, well, like, we should enhance the Switch. I don't know if they're going to do that. I just I, I, I have a yeah. deep feeling they're not going to do that. I mean, like, 
if they're not going to do that, and let's say they move away from the Switch, I think, A, they should probably stick with cartridges, because mm-hmm. I just think, I don't know, cartridges... I agree. They're, they're good. Um, but also, if they're going to do that, they need to have... I'm, I'm going to say it's a must. They should have backward compatibility, because, like, there's no way... Like, I, I'd probably end up getting it, but, like, it's mm-hmm. almost, like, ridiculous to not have that nowadays. It's like, well, I should be able to play my Switch games on whatever your next console is. Because, well, that's the, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Xbox isn't doing that, right? Backwards compatibility with their games. And yeah. people, that's like their, one of their selling features. People are like, why would I go buy a PlayStation? If I want to play my PlayStation 3 games, I can't go buy a PlayStation 4. You know, because it won't work. Or a 5. Right. If I buy a Series X right now, there's like, what is it, almost 100 plus titles of Xbox 360 games and Xbox games. Most of the like, ones people just... want. And so most of the ones that are not all yeah. bad. Yeah. No, exactly. They, they want the ones that people play. You know, they can go grab some, like, fucking shitty ones that did terrible. But, yeah, this is what everyone wants. No. But, like, it just goes to show to you that, like, like, like a backwards compatibility was great. Look at the Nintendo, Nintendo um, what was it, Pass or, um, like, the expansion They're... or whatever. Yeah, their plus plan, whatever it is, expansion Dude, pass. On God, I spent. Oh, I spent. My friend and I went half. I spent forty we together. Spent eighty dollars so I could just play Game Boy games on my Switch. Literally, that's, I, that's, I, that's I, what I it, for. It's like it's kind of crazy. I don't know. I, honestly, personally, if you if people be that desperate for that kind of like. uh portability on their switch i would 100 yeah. go online and invest into like a like a little handheld you can probably spend like 50 dollars and get a decent one that runs That's like uh, that runs like game boy games like a good quality high quality and stuff like that rather than paying like an 80 dollars a year or paying like almost like 30 dollars a year for that kind of thing you know it's just because like it's so easy to move roms and stuff like that because the game boy is not that demanding and which yeah. is this is a bunch of different things that Nintendo does right and also does wrong. I just I right. feel like I feel like that's like the one thing that everyone should want, you know, backwards compatibility. If I plug in Breath of the Wild into that Switch Pro, that Switch Pro, I better be getting fucking like 4K or 60 FPS at most, so 1440p. What are the console supports? Because that game isn't very demanding, you know. And it's so well optimized that. Even at like the hardest point, it still almost locks at 30, 30 FPS, which is fantastic. I think that's what we all want from a console, you know? Yeah, I agree. And also, I think like if I think they should move away from that expansion pass thing and make the the virtual console again. Do that for the next console or whatever. And I'll I will straight up buy. Like a digital copy of some of those older games just to play it on whatever their console is. No, but that's the thing though. Like everyone loved dude, on my on my 3ds. Like I bought almost all the the like Gen One Pokemon games because they're on virtual console. And I was like, this is lit. I believe really bought. I have I have a uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Minish Cap for my Game Boy. I have the physical cartridge, like the real one, and like. I fucking bought it for my Wii U because I wanted to play it, you know? So it's like, people want this stuff. It's just, it's like, it's, I don't know if Nintendo's being greedy and they want a subscription service and stuff like that, which I kind of think it is. If you think about it, if you sell a subscription service to people, 
and the things are on it, they want to play it, they're going to buy it, you know? I think it's the idea of FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. And which, like, which is, like, fucking incredible, because, like, Nintendo over here... I, I want to tell you right now, like, today, I was at work, right? I was, like, I was, I was doing my work, chilling, but then I saw the video pop up on my thing, being like, Legends of the Tears of the Kingdom, like, it's fantastic, you know? I watched, like, the first, like, five minutes of a spoiler-free review, and, the, the first five minutes, I was sold. I watched this guy, the gameplay, I was like, I gotta play this. Like, I don't, I don't want to be, like, waiting, like, three or four weeks until I finally get into it. And be like, damn. I'm, like, way behind. Which I'm not, I wanna be mad at, but, like, it just, they do it so well. I don't know how they do it. I don't know if it's the nostalgia, or, like, them like, making limited copies, like, the, the Super Mario 3D All-Star thing. But, like, they do such a great job. Like, 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's always with Nintendo. It's like a, I need to get it now kind of thing. No, most definitely. It's like the idea is that you you don't want to miss out. You know what I mean? Like you want to like and that stuff. It always hikes up in price because everybody wants it after it's come out. Yeah. And like just just today, whenever I, I was watching this video by Austin John plays. About yeah. the like fifty-five or however many amiibo uh, costumes for Tears of the Kingdom, yeah, uh, and items, and it was like most of these can be obtained throughout the game, but like if you have the amiibos, you can get them early, or yep. and, but then there's like the sail cloths, the the hang glider cloths, yeah, that are yep. exclusive to amiibos. You have to have the amiibos to do that. So either you have the physical amiibo or you get like the an NFC card or whatever it is. Yeah, I highly um, suggest like on Amazon. There's like because I know like all the amiibos you all the amiibos that I think Nintendo came out with that actually have a physical effect in uh, Breath of uh, I'm sorry Breath of the Wild Tears yeah. of Kingdom. Uh, there's a little card like you said in that the the in what's called the yeah. There's like a collection of N- NFC cards thir- that I saw. Thirteen dollars. Thirteen dollars. And yeah, like you don't like, have to go spend like what was it? Wolf Link was like it's like a hundred bucks now. I'm like hell. Yeah, like I would love to get the physical amiibos if I could, but I think I might just get the NFC cards so I can get those because I was like, man, I really want those those hang cloth hang glider cloths for yeah, some I reason too. Like that, that, like that. You gotta see it every time you jump from a building. That's pretty much it. There's no other effect to the game. Like, why do you want some yeah. that? Well, well, it's like it's Zelda, baby. You got you, you sold me Zelda now. Why don't think it's Zelda? You know. And we, I leave a, I have a fucking tattoo on my body with with Link. So like, I'm at the point where I'm, like, I'm, I'm going beyond, uh, was healthy or not? You know. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, no, it's just it's good. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say I kind of wanted to, um. I kind of wanted to see what Alyssa had to say today and uh, just see if there was anything she wanted to talk about. No? Okay. Well, um, I did want to bring up uh, just something that I've been kind of interested in lately. Go for uh, it. I've been playing more Modern Warfare 2 for anybody that's into that. Uh, the oh, new yeah. Call of Duty. Um, 
And the new season three reloaded came out. I think it just just dropped maybe today or yesterday. Um, and that's just like, I guess it's their like mid season refresh they do a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they have like new maps, like uh, a hatchery map from the the DLC. Um, and you got new calling cards, obviously weapon changes. Uh, and so I think that's cool that they're doing that. They have, I heard something about like an automatic, uh, um, what's it called? Desert Eagle, like a fully uh-huh. automatic 50 GS, uh, Desert Eagle, which is interesting. So I think that's pretty cool. They also have a throwing star now as like, uh, lethal equipment. Yeah. Oh, sweetly. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool, but. Uh, that's what I've been doing recently in, in terms of like multiplayer games. But I've also been thinking about getting back into um, Satisfactory, which is one of my favorite games. So, mm-hmm. no, I, I hear a lot about that game. You talked about that last week, and it sounds really interesting, especially since the devs are continuing supporting it and actually listening to the community, you know? Yeah. Um, I was watching a or listening to a video uh, earlier today um, about the new update changes that they're doing for um, this next update, and it's like they're reworking a, a big section of the map. And oh, really? Pretty, pretty excited about that. Yeah, like full, full, foliage changes, um, terrain changes, adding bioluminescence, bioluminescence to caves and stuff. Oh, that's cool. I mean, that, that sounds super interesting. I mean, I never personally played Satisfactory, but I've seen these one guys play, and it looks really fun. I just think for myself, like, I feel like I'll go crazy, because, like, half the time, like, my brain's like, where's gun? Want to shoot gun, you know? <laughs> you do have a gun, guns in the game now. Literally. Did you just tell me I'm shooting guns right now? Oh, my God. I'll have to buy it. I'll try that shit out. Yeah, I like yeah they have like a they have like a nail gun and then they have like this other the This sounds they lit. Have, they also have nukes in the game. Bro, sign me up. Damn, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Go be reenacting some from, from history stuff here. I like that. Uh but yeah, no, I I, I think lately I've I should mostly been playing though like I don't know, people probably I heard Watch Dogs, and I've been playing a lot of that, but now I'm probably going to take a break on it. Guy, guy grabbed that Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I was just about waiting for, like, the last, like, maybe win, maybe, like, a couple weeks, and then, like, didn't, like, play it, because, like, you know, the more information on how to do things, so like, I get lost a lot, and I'm not very, I don't find myself to be very smart when it comes to puzzles, so usually I have to, like, you know, type into Google, like, I'm retarded. I do this, this puzzle in, like, Breath of the... Uh, sorry, Tears of the Kingdom. Kiss me in Breath of the Wild. Tears of the Kingdom, you know? And, like... I, that was my whole thing, but now I'm, like... I'm, like, dude, I'm, like, so hyped for it now. I'm, like, I still gotta edit my video. I still gotta do all stuff now. I'm, like, damn. Like, this game came out the worst possible time of my life right now. <laughs> I'm so goddamn busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, I know, yeah, like you said, I'm gonna be... Helping out, helping you out with that one video, but it's good to take a break from that because it'll be good to cover this game while it's new, you know. Especially since I mean, Watch Dogs is kind of old. I I think the biggest thing though, like I think from this is that like, like I don't 
I don't want to treat my channel as a review channel. You know what I mean? I don't like the idea that like I, I was like I'm not very like what's what's not intelligent, but I don't feel very. I don't have like the skills that to sit there and actually like depict something as like people should like. Oh well, like yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You know, I think personally like I think my I made a tuning technically a review. But it wasn't really a review. I wasn't telling the, the gripes, the the bad and the goods about it. I was gonna talk about like my experience with it and like how it was, you know, and my and my my point of view. And I think that what it comes down to like making reviews and stuff like that. I just don't feel like I think it breath of a while, like I, I I want to sit down and actually like do everything and just see how I feel about it, you know, and make a video like that rather than like, oh well like like, here's my review. Now, I, I personally feel like it's a lot better than a lot better than trying to tell someone what to do with their money. Because I personally feel like they should honestly try the game first and don't like it, return it or something like that, or try to sell it. I know a lot of times people are like, oh, well, like, IGN video sold me on this game. I'm like, yeah, it happens to all of us, but, like, I feel like it's better because I feel like when people, like, get, like, there's early copy reviews, like, they're, they're incentivized to talk good about the game, you know? And which is, like, Kind of shitty because I'm not saying that people do this, but like it's just known that like if you talk shit about a game like, like Nintendo, like if you talk shit about them, like they're not gonna help you out anymore, you know. And like, and that's the sort of thing that kind of is like the people are being paid off, which is I'm not saying that it's happening, but it seems like that could happen. I don't like that, you know. I like the idea of being free to do what I want without repercussions of like the studio being like, oh, but like you don't like it, then then screw you, blacklisted, you know. And I think I think that's the most important thing is keeping keeping your integrity, you know, and making sure that like like everything you do and say is to your standards and how you feel about that certain product. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Um, it's it's one of those things where it's like you should always form your own opinion over. It's like it's like movie reviews. You have to form your own opinion. You can't just look at the reviews and like. You know, oh, I, if this person says it's good, then it has to be good. Well, there might be some people you trust their opinion. That's fine. But, no, most definitely. like, you're not going to know if you like something unless you do it for yourself. So Exactly. It's like, it's like, it's like trying new food. It's like when someone says, Hennessy is this weird, it's like, it's a weird fruit, right? I'm like, I does not look advertising whatsoever. And someone's like, oh, yeah, it's super delicious. It's super good. You should try it. Take a bite of it. I hate it. Then I know. I'm like, I, I thank God I tried it. Because, like, if I didn't try it, I'd be thinking my whole time, why the fuck did I not try this goddamn fruit, you know? And so it's just, like, it's just that sort of, like, thinking that I kind of, like, came from, like, watching review. I stopped watching review videos, to be honest. Like, I, I stopped watching review videos and uh, movie reviews. Because like, I felt like... They were actually affecting me negatively and actually positively. Like, I remember playing Watch Dogs for the 360, right? I loved it. And then when it came on Xbox One, like, everyone was thrashed on it, saying, like, it's like nothing new, it's just, re- just this release, re release for Xbox One. And playing it now, I'm like, wow, like, I actually really like this game. You know, I'm actually, I, I was, I'm, I'm actually having a lot, a lot of fun playing Watch Dogs. And, like, I think, I think that that's like the biggest thing, because, like, I think a lot of people tend to stir the pot. And tend to try try to fit the narrative of what everyone else is talking about. Because if you think about, it, if you watch a lot of videos, like a lot of people complain about being like plagiarized, 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 and stuff like that. I mean, like, oh, well, like he said, I'm like, I'm like, technically, like, yes, there's, there's a limit to what people say 
I could be sad about a game, but like half the time, you guys are all just regurgitating this same thing. You know, it's like, as if it's about that one thing that everyone likes, and it's like, it's, it's going to overlap with each other. I mean, I've seen videos of people that like, completely steal, like, scripts and just go off that. But, like, I personally feel like people should definitely go out and like, here's their kingdom. Like, the, it's, I think it's like a 96 right now on Metacritic. It was just phenomenal, you know? I'm pretty sure IGN is about to drop through a review and give it a 10-10. I, hands down, because, like, why wouldn't they? Or Breath of the Wild. Didn't Breath of the Wild get a 10-10? Score? I think it if did. If not, it was close, it, you know. Yeah, it was, exactly. It's like it was like a per, it was almost a perfect game. And I think that's the biggest thing with like Nintendo games and stuff like that. It's like I feel like people should play it first and then actually like I I I, I give their feedback. You know, I hate when people like watch a video and I'm like, oh it looks trash, looks mid. I'm like, just play the game. Like if you if you honestly are you just bugged out by a game being bad, then why don't you try it out first and then, then determine if it's bad or good. That's the that's reason why I don't like listen to reviews. I think people are very skewed and don't don't like the idea of actually trying it, you know? Yeah, I I yeah, I don't know why like people are afraid to try games. I mean I get like that's like money you have to spend to try yeah. it nowadays there's not really many like demos anymore so you can't no, really yeah. do that but like it's worth at least trying the game especially like many nintendo games like performance isn't the issue like a lot of the time like yeah there's a few dra- a fr- frame drops here and there it's not unplayable though like even like i i think we talked about this the first episode but uh scarlet and violet yeah, they run like ass in some areas, but they're not unplayable. Like you can still play and have a good time and the story's there and the, it's fun. But like if the game's unplayable, I get why people wouldn't want to play it. I I do want to say one thing though cuz I I got I got to get going here. Hey, going. But uh, uh I watched this TikTok today. And the guy was talking about Tears he's like he's recording a video for Tears of Kingdom. He's like is like, I can't believe I'm about to return Tears of Kingdom. This game has like 30 FPS and like it's giving me a migraine. I'm like, it's Nintendo. Like, what do you expect? Like, you expect them to drop a fucking like 1080p, 60 FPS solid? No. Like, Nintendo's hardware has been known to have crappy hardware. This is how it is. And I just think it's weird that people have this expectation of Nintendo making a smooth game. I'm sorry. Like, only smooth game I've ever seen Nintendo make was either Splatoon or Mario Odyssey. Those two games were like perfectly optimized because they're so smooth and because they have to be precise, precise with them, but they're so smooth, you know. Yeah, I know. I, it's it's weird that like people expect sixty from Nintendo. I mean, I I think it'd be nice, but it's like that Nintendo is is. <laughs> behind clearly i but it's good like it, it runs what they're trying to do so as i'm telling you like if you look at all the console in the generation right now now the switch has been going on for a long time xbox changed the console series x playstation playstation 5 and like the only thing they can sell right now is that the console can do 1440p at 120 or 4k at 60 you know that's what they're selling they're not selling this Quality. They're not selling us content. They're selling us on quality, you know. And which Sony can deliver, Xbox has can has not delivered yet. 
But that's just the biggest thing. Nintendo doesn't do... Excuse me. Nintendo's like dead in the fucking middle. Does Nintendo... Like, well, actually, no. Nintendo is like way on the fucking right side of content. Because they know that their games sell and that they can... Like I said, they can label a piece of poop with Nintendo and someone's going to fucking buy it. Because they know their audience. Yeah, I mean, like, if they... If they even stopped doing hardware and they just sold games, like people would still buy it. In fact, probably more people would buy it. If I'm being honest it was, with you, it, 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 it was like, yeah, we're bankrupt. We need to start making more money. Like, how can we do that? Xbox, PlayStation, um, a PC. They would become a a third party brand. It's one of probably one of the biggest third party brands ever. Probably bigger than Ubisoft or EA. A hundred percent. Because like they, they, yeah. they, their content fucking sells, and it's incredible, and I love it. I want to buy more. Here, take my money. I want a broke. I want a broken console. I want, <laughs> yeah, bro- right. I, want, I want a shitty console. I was like, why not? If we can put Legends of or Mario, fuck it. <laughs> right, as long as I can play my Nintendo games somewhere, I don't care. Exactly, it's a, it's a win for everybody. But yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got cut out real quick. So, um, um, I, I had fun. Thank, thank you everyone for listening. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, make sure you follow us on our social medias and all our accounts. I'll be linking those in the description if you're on YouTube. And you can be sure to visit um, our links in anywhere that you can find them down below. So thank you all again, and I'll, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.